This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now what? Listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Joining us for the Opposition View Wigan podcast, Progress with Unity, Barry Worthington. How are you, sir? Uh, very well, thank you. I hope you're all fine uh, in fine fettle ahead of your trip up north on Saturday. It's uh, it's it's Tup North, isn't it? Isn't that how you pronounce it? Tup North? No, no, you don't. <laughs> <Some of those laughs> He's, it that way. He's done it already. He's offended someone yeah, already. Carl yeah. <laughs> is our cultural attaché to the northern areas in general. There are very few conurbations he has already I'm very upset. popular in Blackpool, let me no, ask. You isn't. <laughs> anyway, you haven't come here to listen to this. Yes. Barry, we but first of all, we are in fine fettle because this 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 last weekend we had a great result against the old rivals of uh, of Luton Down, beating them 4-0 at home, which was uh What's the word I'm looking for? Splendid. Wonderful. <laughs> Marvellous. But we've had a season of, of ups and downs. We're kind of a Jekyll and Hyde kind of team. What we really want to know about is Wigan Athletic. Came up last season as champions. A fine season under promising manager Liam Richardson. So he was being he was being coveted during during the summer by many. You've kept hold of him. Tell us a little bit about how the season's come, now you've come up how it's been, what's good, what's bad, what's indifferent, sir? Um, it's easy to say what's bad, and that's our home form, uh, just the one win. But uh, it, it's, it's a little bit of what I expected, and and uh, not what I hoped for. I hoped for that would be challenging up at the top end, but I didn't expect that in my wildest dreams, if I'm being honest. So when, when we came up, we, we didn't make many signings in the summer, and we've got new owners. Everybody knows the story of our administration. New owners came in and they said, we're not going to throw money at it. That's how you end up in trouble again. So we're going to do it sustainably. Now, we're a small crowd. Uh, we know that. So we, we, we can't pay massive transfer fees. So we brought in a, 
we we bought one player who uh, Anthony Scully from Lincoln, really good player, good prospect. He's I think he's had a ten minutes so far since <laughs> since he's joined us. <laughs> and uh, the other players were all were all free transfers and loans. Uh, we we signed Ryan Niambi, who's who's a good a really good player from Blackburn. He was on a free transfer, but unfortunately he's been injured, so he's been out for about three weeks now. So we we started off quite well. Uh, we drew with Preston at home, like everybody does. That yes. was a goalless draw. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then we went to Norwich, which we thought was our big test, and uh, that was a, a one one all draw. So the first two games with two points, and I thought mm, this is all right. This I'm liking this. Our away form last season was unbelievable. We just won everywhere we went, and this season our away form. I think we're still third in the Championship away form table at the moment, and it's been good. We, we, we've been to Luton and won, like yourselves beat Luton. We well we done. Well done, well done, Barry. Well done. That, yeah, that's, uh, that's a big uh, tick in my, my book there, Barry. Well done. And, and uh, another team who was in the playoffs last season, Huddersfield Town, we went there and beat them. We won at Birmingham. Uh, we pulled, like I said, we pulled off that draw down at, uh, at Norwich. So so it was quite good. It was just our own farm, which uh, has been a little bit of a letdown. Uh, we've won one game against Blackburn. We were superb that, that uh, day we it was really, really good. Uh, but we've took a couple, well, three pastings. Burnley's done us with five. Uh, Cardiff and uh, Cardiff and Borough of all teams. Two teams who were below wow. us in the table. Both uh, beat us 4-1 or something. So that's been the, the big, the big letdown. And people ask me, how come your your away form is so contrasting to the own form? And I, I think it's, it's possibly because we don't change the way we play. We play the same at home as we do away. And, and we play like an away side. I mean, if you cast your mind back to to the late seventies and, and Forest when they won the title, they yep. tried to play. They played counter attacking football at home. Yeah. They invited mm-hmm. teams on, and we seem to do that pre season. I noticed straight away we was given possession up. We didn't mind not being in possession for the first twenty minutes of every game, and we sat and let teams come after us, and then gradually brought ourselves into the game. And, and we, we took that in, in once the league started. We took that into the league. I don't know whether. It was because we've made the big step up and we've virtually kept the same starting eleven as we had in League One and, and he just wanted to bed the players in. Or, or what? I, I, I don't know what the reasoning was behind it, but but I think that ultimately is why our own form isn't as good as our away form because we're playing like an old, like an away side, but we're at home and we should be going at teams a little bit more than what we do. We got at Blackburn and we won the game, so we was all hoping that we'd do the same against Middlesbrough last week. We started off, Borough just came out of the traps, uh, there was rumours that Carrick was there watching them, uh-huh. and it was all over us. They'd only got one point on, on the road all season, and they could have been 3-0 three, three up in the first 10 minutes, if I'm being honest with you. But we came into the game, we went to goal up, and then we gave a really sloppy goal away right on the stroke of half-time, changed the dynamic of the match, and uh, we got stuffed in the second half. Well, you're very lucky that uh, when you're facing us, because uh, Slaven Bilic will have been six games in, so no new manager bounce for us. He gets a long, a long kind of service award when he gets to seven games, so that that's fine. In terms of some of some of the the people who've been standouts, very nice to hear that you you, you say as everybody has when we've spoken to people from the Championship. Said, how's your transfer business been? And everybody has said exactly what you said. We signed him; he was good, and he's gone, and he's out, and he's injured. No, nobody seems to have signed anybody to stay fit all season. It's a recurring theme. Who has been been the star man who who are the people that, that you know if we were to scout if we were to scout we probably wouldn't find Wigan let alone the players who are dangerous <laughs> dangerous 
who are the people we should um, be looking out for? Oh, oh, oh centre back Jack Watmore is something special. He's uh, he's he spent his career at Portsmouth. He's only twenty five. Uh, you can't you can't hold that against him. He probably had to. That's why. <laughs> no. uh, but he, he joined us last summer on a free transfer. Can't believe we got him on a free span free transfer. He was that good. We called him the Bobby Moore of League One. He looks like Bobby Moore, <laughs> the blonde. That's on title, isn't it? It is. Yeah, but he, he plays similar to Moore in the fact that he, he reads the game so well. So he, he never has to make a tackle. He he just seems to nip in and set the ball off attackers. He's, he can play the ball out two footed, very calm and assured at the back. Great leader, reads the game, like I said, superbly. And this season, he started the season off exactly the same, apart from when we played Middlesbrough. Now, I said we, we, we give a goal away just before half time. And it was a big punt downfield. And I don't know what Jack Watmore was trying to do. I don't know if he was sliding for the ball or just trying to clear it out the stands, but he, miss it, he missed the ball altogether. And uh, Watmore from, from uh, Borough who's like lightning, was away with the ball, uh, crossed it into the centre, we were a goal behind, and and that did his head in. He came out on the, in the second half and he looked like a pub player. Honestly, he was <laughs> awful. So I'm, I'm hoping he's, it's just one of those uh, nightmare games and he can get it out of his system. He, he did all right at QPR on Saturday. He wasn't too bad there, so he looked like he's getting his confidence back. He, he totally lost it against Borough last week. So, But he is real quality. He is, he's gone under the radar and it... For me, he's, he's a top-end championship player, if if not destined to play in the top league. Apart from him, uh, we've got Callum Lang, who's, who's uh, come through the ranks at Wigan Athletic, uh, but he's injured. He came on, uh, he'd been out, been out three weeks with ankle ligament injuries, came on for five minutes against Middlesbrough, did him again, and, and off he went, so he'll not be playing. We've got a young Norwegian kid. I say Norwegian, he's, he's a scouser. His, his mum and dad are not. He just... We need to delve into what? this. Right. Right. Barry, <laughs> Barry, we're, we're, we're going to be putting in an offer to Wigan to take Barry on a free transfer. That's the kind of insight that we enjoy. He's a Norwegian. He comes from Liverpool. Yeah. Carry on. Sorry, right. carry on. Well, his, his, his mum and dad are, are musicians and they play for the Liverpool Philharmonic Orchestra. So so that's that's what? that's his connection to the northwest of England. What? That's crazy. But he, 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 he's talented. He's a talented musician himself. He and uh, I think football's his second passion, and music's his first. He's only twenty. <laughs> his name's Tello Asgard, and people call him Fellow, but don't call him Fellow because it, it's T H E L O. It's Tello, uh, and he's our Norwegian prince. Uh, absolute super. He looks. He looks about twelve. But he's he's uh, he's not half grown this last last couple of years. I hope this lad plays Saturday. I can't I wait to see, to see him. See yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he, yeah, he'll be on the pitch at some point. You know, because he's such a young lad, he's been he started a few. They leave him out. They bring him back in again. But he'll definitely be on the bench. Um, he scored the winner at Luton. Oh, well, oh God, love him. God, love him. A small bit of detail. Where does he actually play? I know. I know so far what his mum and dad do for a living, but I don't know where he plays. <laughs> he plays. In Wigan usually. Oh, very oh, good, Barry. Hey, that's the oh, sort of insight we're hang after. On, hang on, I'm putting the request in now. Oh, no. <laughs> he, um, he, he's like a, an attacking midfield type player. Uh, usually plays out wide on the left and cuts, cuts inside, and he's got a wonderful right foot. He, he tends to curl quite a few into the far corner, uh, which uh, that happened at, at Luton. That's how his goal was uh, curling into the top I corner. I think I've um, seen that goal actually. 
I do yeah. recall seeing that goal, yeah. Yeah. He, he actually got the FA Cup goal of the season last season, uh, a winner against Blackburn at home. That was very similar from about 30 yards near the touchline, curled it into the far top corner. And they were ridiculing him on match of the day. Danny Murphy saying, no, he didn't mean that. That was a cross. But he, he tries, though. He'll, he'll, he'll attempt that in the game that, you know, if he gets on Saturday, he'll be attempting one of them. And apart from that... Uh, there's no real standout. Well, I think Will Keane's our top scorer. Yeah. Um, he's had a lot of injury problems throughout his career. He came to us whilst we were in administration. Uh, we could only pay 1,500 quid a week. So he took a punt on us. We took a punt on him. Um, you could tell he weren't fit. He could tell he was still uh, suffering from an injury. But he got to Christmas time, in, into the new year, that, that administration season, and he just clicked. His, his fitness was there. I think he scored about 12 goals in the second half of the season, kept us in League One. Last season, he, he won the Golden Boot in, in League One. I think he got 26 uh, league goals. So far this season, he's got six. So he's fantastic. Yeah, he's got really quick feet, but he's been injury-free. So that's made a massive difference for him. He's been playing as a number 10, but it all depends how we set up on Saturday. We might, uh, obviously Fletcher won't be playing because we've got him on loan from you. Yeah, uh, he, He's he's only made a, a, a couple of cameos, if I'm being honest. But uh, Josh McGuinness might start up front with Will Keane as a number 10 behind him. Um, possibly uh, the guy we've got on loan from Everton, Nathan Broadhead, who has got a great strike rate. He's got three goals for us. He was at Sunderland last season, scored 10 goals in 20 appearances. He's he's quite quick. Defensively, he's rubbish. He's absolutely awful defensively. <laughs> but going forward, he's uh, he's one of our main threats. Yeah, so so that them are the them would be the players to look out for. Couple of questions then. You mentioned there Ashley Fletcher, who you say he's only made a couple of cameos. We signed him last season. He only made a couple of cameos again. Never seems to be able to push his way into a starting eleven, or sometimes not even onto the subs bench. And he's, he's gone to. He, he only played, I think it was three games for us last season, and he scored two goals, but never got a chance. When he was coming to you guys, we thought perhaps might something might happen. He went off to New York Red Bulls, I think it was, and didn't didn't pull up any trees. He's not making any impact on on anything at your your place. No, to be honest, when he first came, he didn't look fit. And there, there was uh, talks about his fitness levels. And I mean, he said he'd had a good pre-season, but I don't think he'd featured at all for Watford during pre-season. Uh, so it was obviously that he weren't fit. Uh, he made a couple of appearances off, off the bench. He came on on Saturday uh, at QPI, late sub in I think it was about 10 minutes ago. And I think that was the best I've seen him so far. He, he was very direct. I remember him being at Borough. And he tore the championship up. Yeah, I, he needs, I think he needs a load yeah. of games, Barry. To be honest with you, I think mm. he needs to get a right good set of games under his uh, under his belt because he he had, he had a lot of potential when we signed him. But like, as, as Peter just said, there we just never saw it. Never really got the opportunity. To be fair to him, yeah. Well, I, I go along with that. Yeah, that's very true. Before we get to the predictions, I do want to go back though to to one player that you know really does connect the the two clubs. And I'm not talking about us giving loads of chip to James McLean because every club's always done that, but. A certain Mr. Ben Watson, who you obviously Benny Watson. you had him, and uh, in in an FA Cup final, which he did rather well. How is Ben Watson and that and that period remembered? Because that was that was a golden era, but of course, it, in the same season, everything happened there. Tell us a little bit about Ben. Tell us a little bit about that season. And also, just one other thing I'd love to know. How difficult is it for Athletic in what is such a stronghold for, for Rugby League in terms of in terms of getting getting attendances, etc.? Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. 
Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code FOOTBALL to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details. Right. Uh, I'm coming to that point straight away because okay, here we go. let me just tell you, Wigan <laughs> is a hotbed of football, not rugby league. Oh, oh, it's I'm... a massive misconception. Uh, look at the attendances of the two clubs, as there are always at the Aya. The Aya. So, so it is a massive mis- misconception. And our biggest rivals, people say, who's your biggest rivals? Wigan Warriors are our rivals, believe it or not. <laughs> the two sets of fans hate each other with a vengeance. <laughs> and we, we call them the Lodgers because they play at our ground. Oh, right. and the sooner they're out, oh, the better. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We remember those and, days. And, uh, so, so look, that's the first thing. <laughs> I'm pull you uh, that, that, that was basically shut up, Peter. You <laughs> yeah. don't know what you're talking about I, there. I, I, like I apologise apologize for the misconception, but I'm very glad I went there because that was a tremendous answer. Very right. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so you're talking now about Sir Ben. So that was your next thing. Sir so, Ben. Yes. Sir Ben. Right. Absolute. Uh, the 11th of May, 2013. What can we say? The greatest day of my life. The greatest day of my life. I remember waking up that morning, thinking we're going to get battered, getting on the coach, getting down to Wembley, being extremely worried about City, then going through the game 10 minutes at a time, thinking, can we hang on, can we hang on, can we hang on? Got to half time, I thought, we're going to win this. I remember crying my eyes out at the start when Abide was with me was being played. I mean, you've got to remember... Oh, um, everybody, Barry is the Elton John of Wigan. That's, that's all with that. Brilliant. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, growing up in Wigan, I'm, I'm 63 now. I know you don't believe it, but I no, am. No, I don't believe that. No, no. <laughs> don't believe that. No. So, yeah. so w- w- as I was growing up, our big... Uh, we had we was an all-league club till 1978. So uh, my formative years during the, the late 60s, early 70s, it was always the FA Cup for me. Who are we going to get in the FA Cup? Halifax Town at home. What a draw that is. What a draw. We're playing Halifax Town at home. Fantastic. And we beat them. And then, you know, as, as the years went by, York City, Mansfield Town, all these massive clubs that they were in our eyes. So that competition is so special. And the reason we got elected to the Football League, in, in 1978, we played Birmingham City away. Trevor Francis and Keith Burchin scored two goals apiece and, and did us 4-0 at St. Andrews. But the manager was a certain Sir Alf Ramsey. <laughs> and he was that impressed with us as a club when it came to the election time because in those days wow you got you elected get, yeah. yeah you didn't you didn't get promoted you had to be voted in i think we applied 50 times and got turned down previously he canvassed on our behalf and we made a draw with <laughs> we made a draw with southport on 22 votes each and we had to have a, a, a second run and we got 27 and they got 22 and we got into the football league so the fa cup is so special to, to wigan and it's a special effort. It's a special. Well, I can't, it's so difficult to put into, into words. I remember being a kid. I had a game called Wembley. I don't know if you remember this from the seventies. Yeah, yeah. It was an FA Cup game. So to actually go to an FA Cup final just to compete in it was come true. Come true. And yeah. and and then to to win. I mean, Ben Watson came on as a sub on about eighty-three yeah. minutes. Went off for Jordi Gomez, who, whose left foot was a magic wand. I'd never seen Ben Watson at, at a goal before that day, you know. It was just, but the, <laughs> the delivery from the corner was superb from Sean Maloney, straight on his head uh, and into the back of the net. And, and all the way home, it was like uh, people were saying, "Have we won the FA Cup? Did we really win? Did we win it?" You know, <laughs> it was just like a dream. Brilliant. So it's the tenth anniversary this season of that that cup run, twenty twelve thirteen. This is twenty two twenty three. So 
come May, there's going to be a, an absolute massive celebration in Wigan. It's still revered. Our away kit this season, our black away kit, is a replica of the one we won the FA Cup with. And on the back of it, it says, on the colour, it says FA Cup winners 2013. So it's the, it, apart can from I, getting in, in the league, it is the biggest achievement. And I was going to say, sorry, Barry, can I, sorry, sorry to interrupt. It's just something that really interests me here, and I want to ask you this. And I'm pretty sure I know the answer because you, how passionate you are about it. But given Wigan's problems on and off the pitch that you've had since that day, would you would you swap it if you were still a pre, you know you could have stayed a Premier League club for all that time? You wouldn't. No. Have, I, I I know the answer. I'm, I'll be the same. But I just wanted to to hear it. That was all. No, I mean, you, why are you in? You know, what's the reason you're in football? You're in football to be the the, the best that you can. You you want to be uh, as uh, ambitious as you can. You want to achieve as much as you can. Achieving the FA Cup for me is only second to winning the Premier League. You know, are we ever going to? Well, people said Leicester would never win the Premier League. Did Blackburn? Yeah. You know, you you can do it, but it's such a mammoth mammoth task. And and every season, we it was relegation battles, season after season after season. And there were some great times in there, and some great times. And I love I love the Premier League for for not as much for us, but watching the opposition players come and seeing how good they were, and the quality, and 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 all these players that you'd seen on on match of the day suddenly coming to your ground. I remember looking at Joe Cole and thinking. How quick is his feet? I'd never seen feet as quick as Joe Cole's. It was just an amazing thing to see. But I'd give all that up readily for that FA Cup win. There is nothing whatsoever that that could replace that. And it's there in history. 2013 FA Cup winners, Wigan Athletic. And that's it. Nothing else to say. Amazing. Love that. Love that. It is right up there with Leicester City, as you say, doing it. I mean, in terms of, in terms of, and also what a team to be. We we faced them obviously six years later and uh, didn't quite get that rub of the group, which was a shame. <laughs> but hey ho, never mind. No, we didn't. Just before we go on to the uh, match predictions, um, now I I, I I read the odd uh, Stuart McConey book, so I, I I like to think I know a little bit about Wigan. I probably don't, but uh, I do realise that um, pies are quite big in in Wigan. That seems to be something that he talks about quite a lot for the. For the travelling fans that are coming up uh, on Saturday, is there any particular pie you should be recommending for them? Yeah, well, first of all, they're not big enough. That's the problem with the pies. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get it. You can't get a, a really big pie because they're never big enough. Right. Uh, right. So so people coming up, what they need to do is, is get a Wigan kebab. Now, people will say, right, when I describe what a Wigan kebab is, people say, that's not a Wigan kebab. A Wigan kebab is three pies on a stick, a meat pie, <laughs> a meat and potato, and a steak, but it's what? not. That's one. It's like a shish kebab, isn't it? On yes. your steak. Yeah. And yeah. then you've got you've got your doner kebab, which is what I'm going to describe. So you've got you've got your pie and a brown cake. Now you might say brown cake. What's the cake? What's a brown cake? I've never heard of a brown cake. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a local delicacy. Well, it's not really. You probably call it a bun or a roll. Yeah. I see. Yes. Or a roll. Yeah. A bat. So it's a brown cake. So, okay. So what you need to do is get yourself into Galloway's. A Galloway's. Um, I never know what this is. It Galloway's pies, or is it Galloway spies? I never, I never quite get which one it is. It can be either. Right. But get yourself into a Galloway's. They've got a, a, a green, a green sign with black writing on, and it'll say Galloway's pies or Galloway's spies, whichever way you want to look at it. If you go in, you can either say, "Can I have a Wigan kebab, please?" or you can say, "Pine a barn or a pine a roll," however you want to do it. But get a meat and potato. Meat and pizza must. And another one, which is, I live in an area of Wigan called Beach Hill. And it's it's on a hill. And it overlooks the DW Stadium. And there's something called Beach Hill Crack. 
which is pie, peas, and gravy <laughs> and, in a tray. And that is that is to die for. But to be honest with you, you'll, you'll be uh, kind of safarting on your... On you your can say what you like, yeah. Oh, wait, you'll be farting all the way through the game. It's, oh. Your tummy will be run. Yeah. That sounds, it is. That sounds like following the coaches on the way home to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, beach Hill Crack, otherwise known as pie, peas and gravy. Uh, I think that runs out to about £2.75. That. Good grief. Yeah. That's remarkably reasonable. Fantastic. Mm. There you go. So, well, there you go. Galloway's. Glad I asked. Galloway's. Galloway's. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Glad I asked that. Fantastic. Well, all I can say is from a team who has applied for election to the Football League 50 times. Can you imagine by the time the administrator got to, what are you doing? I'm applying for the Football League. It's the 48th time. You would get to the point of going, oh, fuck it. Why are we doing it? But they didn't. They're in. They're great. This is excellent. But an act of futility almost as big as trying to do that 50 times is I'll our prediction league. You could see the segue a mile <laughs> yeah. off. Everybody can. Yeah. Every, yeah. Every, most people are still recovering from Barry asking if he can say the word fart on this load of nonsense anyway. <laughs> so we have a prediction league. It is definitely, definitely the lowest wattage thing that we've ever done among a big list of low wattage items. But what we do is each week, Carl and Justin uh, have a prediction and we play against the good burgers of the EFL. So, Barry, you are representing the rest of the league here against Justin and Carlos. So all we need is to know what you think the scoreline is going to be Saturday at the DW. What are your What are your thoughts? How do you think it's going to turn out? Uh, if, if I'm going with... I'll go with me, because uh, if I go with me, Ed, I'm going to say Watford are going to win 3-0. So forget that. I'm going to go with my heart. <laughs> That's gone. Um, I, I'm very fearful. You've got some great players. Uh, Pedro, uh, the lad you got from Villa exciting players I'm going to go for I'm going to go for one apiece I want to one all that's where my heart I love that <laughs> Barry you have no idea why we are so happy but the fact that Justin has now disappeared from the screen is reason enough that's good that's good the clever money always goes on the 1-1 draw there you go there you go now at the moment at the moment oh, what's that is that Mr Taylor it sure is <laughs> You, you have, have a picture of Graham a Taylor. Picture of Not Graham only a picture, Taylor. but it's a signed photograph with best best wishes and a lovely letter as well, which we got from him. Well, what's this all about? This is right. Pause <laughs> the rubbish stuff. Let's go to this. This is good. <laughs> uh, I think it was uh, 2001. We met in the League Cup. Uh, yeah. Two-legged affair. You beat us at Vickery's Rose 2-0. Came up to Wigan. Uh, at the time, I was in the fire service and... Uh, when we weren't working, we used to play football at the old soccer dome, which is, uh, I don't know if you have them down, down south, but it's like a, it's like a massive uh, aircraft hangar, uh, yeah. enclosed, uh, 4G pitching, pitches, and, and we used to play five or six assigned football. And we played this day, and we was walking out, and who, who's coming in? Graham Taylor and all his coaches. They're up for the game, and I think they were being shown around this this brand new facility. And as I'm walking out, I said, "All right, mate." As all I knew him, and he said, "Yeah." He says, "Don't tell me you're leaving. I've come to uh, to watch you play." I said, "Well, I'll tell you what, Graham." I said, "I'm absolutely knackered. I've done ninety minutes. I'm disappointed you didn't see me. I'm not going back in." Anyway, we had a we had a bit of a crack, and as we walked, he was really really good. He, and and uh, you know, he's, he's a gentleman. He's a lovely man, and he made a big fuss of us. So so when when I'd left, like the lads were saying, did, did you know him? Do you know Graham Taylor? I said, no, I've never met him before, but obviously he's got that type of personality. Yeah. But my wife loved him. 
my wife loved him. She'd watched that the video, Do I Not Like That? She was crying about how he'd been treated. So she says, "What did he get his autograph for me? I said, I didn't know. So I said, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll write to Watford. I don't know if he'll uh, send me one. You know? So I wrote a letter, Graham Taylor, Watford Football Club, blah, blah, blah. Uh, my wife is absolutely gutted. I'm in a lot of trouble. I didn't get your autograph. The letter is sent back. And, and the fo- who's honestly, it made her, it, ma- it made a year. She, it was so lovely. She's here now, isn't it, Linda? She loved it. Yeah, and and we keep it. We keep it in prouder place in the house still. That is fantastic. I'm loving this. Love that. We we love a Graham Taylor classic. Oh. He he was renowned for for returning kind of letters and doing it handwritten yeah. because it was something he believed in. And, and 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 an awful lot of fans would be sitting there on a Sunday night and they'd pick up the phone and it'd be Graham Taylor replying to them. Just they'd put the number on. He'd give them a call. They'd be talking tactics for half an hour. No, the man yeah. was a legend. Oh, oh we Barry, be- thank you for that. We beat you that night, and uh, we beat you three one. Don't spoil it. Don't no, no, no. <laughs> a bit of a twist. The goal scorer for Watford was Peter Kennedy. Oh, uh, we, we signed the season after, and he was magnificent with us. He was magnificent yeah. for us as well, and a, such yeah, a nice play. guy. Oh, Peter Kennedy, yeah. what a lovely bloke. Hi, this is Peter Kennedy, and you're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Fantastic. So that, that would that would be Peter Kennedy, the uh, the Northern Irishman who scored two goals in a four nil defeat at Luton twenty five years ago. <laughs> Repeated this just just this weekend gone. I just know. thought I'd mention. Fantastic. There's a segue. There's a segue. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Back back to back to our, our ridiculous order of business as everybody turns off, going, Oh god, they're gonna get predictions wrong again. Bang. Barry has gone for the much coveted Justin Beatty reserved parking space of one one. He's gonna have to think about something now, Damn. which is gonna be deeply upsetting it to is him. Very. Carlos, Carlos, you are still currently uh, um uh, trailing. In, with six mm. points, the EFL has seven points. Justin has seven points. You have six points. What do you think the result's going to be? I, I'm going to go Wigan nil, Watford two. Ooh, that was my next one. Oh, stop complaining, BT, for crying that out loud! That was my next one. Well, have an original thought <laughs> for can't. crying out loud. That's not possible. Ah, <laughs> oh, bloody hell! Right. So, so Justin, one one's gone. 2-0 to Watford has gone. What are you going to do? We, we do tend to flip-flop a bit with this because we, we've had a flip-flopping season and the results and the predictions have gone that way as well. Yeah. Well, Billich, is, he, he tends to be win-lose, 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 win-lose. We've just won. I think we're going to have back-to-back wins. Now, I would have gone for 2-0, but I can't. So I'll go for 2-1. 2-1. Yes. So there we have it. There we have it. Some uh, some confidence from Justin and Carlos simply because we spanked gluten. It's amazing oh, what that can do, isn't it? It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Just isn't it? Yeah. I oh, know. Personally, I just like using the words luton we spanked them a lot for no apparent reason. That may be another gratuitous reason to have said it. Who knows? Who knows? Can I just jump in here? Is it correct that I'm assuming you haven't won back-to-back games since April 2021? You got it. it. You got it. That's it, yeah. Yeah, he's smiling because he's got the 1-1 on on that. I mean, let's face it, you you can't beat fate, can you? Crying out loud. (laughs) No, you're quite right there. Yes, that is a true thing to say. Yes. Mm. Mm. Wonderful stuff. So we will all look forward to the uh, to, to the match three o'clock at the DW at Wigan. Anybody travelling up, if you can go in and order a Wigan kebab and phone into the Twitter spaces that will be starting soon after the game, let us know your review. We want to know exactly whether or not it, – is it a real hearty recommendation, Barry? Is it a culinary experience that people should really go for? 
Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> people in this part of the the world have been brought up on weekend kebabs. You know, most people have one a day. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And 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 Barry should know he he owns the foremost uh, Wigan kebab manufacturing factory. So well said. <laughs> yes, I like that. Yes. <laughs> I like that a lot. Fantastic. All right. Well, listen, this has been much fun. I don't think we've had one over 30 minutes this season yet. This has been brilliant. Um, you've been excellent company, Barry. Thank you very much for coming on. We'll uh, hopefully do the same when you're coming down to Vicarage Road. We'll catch up with you then and uh, preview that match as well. But in the meantime, good luck for the season, apart from when you face us, of course. And uh, bless you. Thank you very much for coming on. Do not scratch your eyes. Thank you so much for inviting me on. I really appreciated it. And it's been good fun. And uh, yeah, yeah. Up the W's. Up the oh, Wigan and Watford. Our pleasure. I'm just now scratching off that from my list of misconceptions that I use regularly. That's gone now. Not to be repeated. <laughs> it's gone. Fantastic. Well, that's good news. Excellent. Thank yeah. you very much, Barry. We'll catch up with you soon. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank Cheers. you very much. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.